Hey, it's Erin, back with part two of our Ready, Set, Holiday series. You've ever felt bombarded by holiday must-dos and wish-I-could-dos? Then this episode is for you. We're cutting through the noise and zeroing in on quick wins to help you prioritize what really matters this holiday season. Think of it as your roadmap to holiday sanity, allowing you to actually enjoy your time rather than just enduring it. So if you want to navigate the holidays without feeling stretched thinner than you already are, stick around because you're in the right place. Let's simplify things together. I'm Erin Christopoulos, a mother of two and teacher-turned-mom strategist who puts the pieces of mom life together so you don't have to. I get that you're short on time and don't have the capacity to figure out everything on your own, which is why I'm here, to help you get clear on where to put your focus while protecting your time and energy so you can actually enjoy these years with your little ones. I'm ditching the overwhelming and unrealistic one-size-fits-all tactics and replacing them with an approach that's practical and personal because I believe your family is one of a kind with its own qualities and values that deserve an adaptable approach, offering support and encouragement where you need it most. From honest conversations and mindset shifts to practical tips and sustainable strategies, consider this your customizable guide to mom life. With the tools and resources you need at your fingertips, you'll finally have the confidence and clarity you need to bring more intention and ease to everyday life so that you and your family thrive. This is the Mom Life Handbook. So welcome to part two of our Ready, Set, Holiday series. If you missed episode one, definitely go back and give it a listen. We dug into the hidden costs, emotional, financial, you name it, of last minute holiday prep. I've linked to it in the show notes so that you can, I've linked to it in the show notes, but you can also head to listen.momlifehandbook.com slash 026. That's digits 026 if that feels easier to you. Before we dive into today's topic, where I'm giving you quick wins to help you feel like your holiday season will be so much more manageable. I also wanted to share with you a fun one minute quiz that I put together to help you really personalize your outlook and your approach to the holiday season. It is called the Festive Fortune Finder. After you answer 10 quick questions, I'll look into my proverbial crystal ball and reveal your holiday future to you. And don't worry, I'm also offering personalized insights into what could really help move the needle for you as you head into the holiday season. You can take this quiz for free at momlifehandbook.com fortune. I've also linked it in the show notes. So be sure to check that out and then send me a DM on Instagram. Let me know you took the quiz and which result you got. I would love to know which fortune you were told. So in today's episode, we're focusing on quick wins, simple, actionable tips, that are going to help you declutter your holiday to-do list. By the end, you'll have a set of practical strategies that you can use to come up with, that you can use to come up with a clear holiday plan that respects your time and your priorities. No more holiday overwhelm, just a season that you can actually enjoy. Now, before we dive into those strategies, I thought that it would be helpful to share insight into my own life. Just to illustrate how my first Thanksgiving as a new mom went for me and some of the lessons that I learned from it. 
Now, to set the stage for you, Theo is a July baby, which is every teacher's dream. You are able to extend your maternity leave because you're already off for the summer. And my maternity leave carried into October. So come November, when Thanksgiving arrived, I'd only been back in the classroom with my new students for about six weeks. And if you've ever gone from the transition of having a baby and returning to the workplace, I think it's all too familiar just how hard it is. But even if you had never had that specific transition, you still know how hard it is to be a new mom, right? We've got this baby who's not exactly sleeping through the night yet, and you're trying to keep up with your everyday responsibilities. Now, for me, that meant transitioning back into the classroom, trying to figure out where my long-term substitute had really left off with everything, sifting through the notes, in addition to lesson planning, trying to write report cards, and prepare for parent-teacher conferences, which always happened in the week leading up to Thanksgiving. So we'd have school all day Monday, and then conferences Monday nights, and then all day Tuesday. And then we'd have Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off as teachers. And in this particular year, I'm not only not just going through all these transitions of being a new mom, being back in the classroom, but I also thought it was a great idea to host Thanksgiving because that's what I had done in years past. And honestly, it's my favorite holiday. It really mattered to me. I was really looking forward to hosting Thanksgiving at our place. But by the time Thanksgiving rolled around, the clock was ticking and I was completely caught up in this whirlwind of the lesson planning, the grading, and preparing for those conferences with parents. And then at home, it was a mirror image of chaos. I was buying all the ingredients to cook all the food, preparing the sides, cleaning the house. And then there was me running on such limited amounts of sleep and trying to still be present and bonding with this new baby that we had. It took sheer determination to try and pull it all off. And when I look back at that time, it wasn't a disaster. I didn't fall apart. Everything came together. But I was a frazzled mom with bags under her eyes and walking away from that experience thinking there's got to be an easier way to do this. And looking back now, I realized that the easier way didn't have to be a pipe dream, that it was within reach through making smarter choices about discerning the must-dos from the nice-to-haves and aligning those choices with what really mattered to me and my family. So if you've ever caught yourself in a similar juggling act in past holiday seasons, I want to share four simple strategies that can change the game for you without having to learn the hard way like I did. So our first strategy is ditching the holiday buffet mindset. It is so easy to say yes to every single holiday activity that comes your way, and it completely leads to overload. The holidays are like this massive buffet where you are trying to sample everything. You've got the cookie swaps, the school plays, ugly sweater parties. And if you're not careful, it's overwhelming. You do not have to try everything on the buffet. You don't have to come back for seconds and thirds. You can be really selective in planning a holiday menu of activities or commitments that feels meaningful for you. Instead of trying to do it all, I want you to really choose the activities that serve you and your family best. Be brutally honest with yourself. By being selective, you're able to actually create room to breathe 
and enjoy what you're doing. Plus, you're less likely to end up resentful or burned out because you haven't overcommitted. The second strategy is to consider your needs versus your wants, which is something I definitely should have done that first Thanksgiving. There's a lot of pressure, especially on social media and Pinterest, to do all the things during the holidays. And that's what I was trying to do on my first Thanksgiving. I was still trying to prepare the full Thanksgiving feast all by myself. I was still trying to make sure the house was clean all by myself while working a full-time job and taking care of a new baby. So instead of trying to do it all, you're going to write down all the tasks or activities that you think you need to do this holiday season and then divide them into must-dos and nice-to-haves. This exercise helps you really prioritize. You'll focus on what truly matters to you, making it easier to cut out the rest without guilt or second guessing. And the good news is, is that when you feel really confident in your decision making and you've reduced your stress and increased your satisfaction, you'll also become more aware of where you have some flexibility and where you could maybe add back in some of those nice to haves. But until you really separate those out, it's going to be a lot harder to fine-tune your perspective and really be clear on what deserves your time, energy, and focus. The third strategy we have today is a reality check on your time. Because as much as we like to believe that the holidays are this time for all of this fun and enjoyment and all these traditions, we often allow ourselves to forget that everyday life is still happening. That's something I really got tripped up by in our first Thanksgiving with Theo. I really expected that I'd be able to host this amazing homemade feast for the people that matter most to us in the way that I always had before I had kids, before I was out of the classroom for an extended period of time. But I forgot to reality check my time. So many new things had taken up those 24 hours I had in a day. And for whatever reason, I'd really glossed over that fact. And maybe it's the optimism or maybe it is everything we see on Instagram or in Pinterest that tells us, you know, we can have these incredible crafts for our kids or these beautiful holiday decorations in our home or prepare those incredible feasts for our families. But until we get really honest with ourselves about where we have free time and space to fit those added holiday activities or traditions in, we're going to end up double booking ourselves. I want you to make sure that you're not forgetting that you still have work, school runs, and the rest of life happening amidst all the holiday chaos. This will really help you avoid overcommitment. I think especially if you pair this in tandem with being really clear on what your needs are for your family and being really clear on the activities or commitments that really matter to your family, you're going to then really get clear on what is most deserving of your time and effort. And then lastly, I want you to run any potential commitment, whether you're making it to someone else or even just to yourself, run it through a is this me filter. There's so much pressure right now to say yes to everything and to completely bypass whether it's in alignment with our own values or interests or personality. Now, yeah, sometimes we do say yes to things because we value our relationship with someone else and we can recognize and honor when something is important to someone else in our life and we want to be there to support that for them. 
So definitely filter through that to some extent, but also remember that you are not responsible for someone else's feelings. So if you are only saying yes because you are worried it's gonna hurt someone's feelings, then we need to reframe how you are saying no in a guilt-free way. So before you even start worrying about if you're gonna hurt someone else's feelings by saying no, I want you to just be really clear on if the offer is a yes for you, because it's in alignment with your values and what you want from the holiday season. It's okay to ask yourself, does this align with what's most important to me? Is this something I would truly enjoy being a part of that I will then be able to contribute to through my enthusiasm and eagerness to be present in the moment? Does this align with my personality? Does this align with what I want the holidays to feel like? It is okay if your answer is no, it is not in alignment. When you say yes to the things that are in alignment with what matters most to you or what you would enjoy the most, you're going to experience increased satisfaction, the activities are going to be more meaningful, and you're not going to dread them. I know I, as an introvert, I am someone who just has to limit the social commitments that we have in November and December. If I said yes to all the social commitments that come our way in those months, it wouldn't be good for our family. I would be so drained energetically that I wouldn't be enjoying it. I would be so cranky and run down simply because all that time engaging socially takes a lot out of me. And then, not to mention, I tend to dread the social events I'm not looking forward to. And when that takes up my mental space and my mindset, it really brings everything else down in my life until that event passes. You'll find that when you're more invested in the activities you choose, you're more likely to enjoy them. They're going to be more meaningful to you and your family. By reducing your holiday activities and commitments by even one or two items, you're going to be reclaiming your time and energy, and that is going to feel so good and set you up for much greater success. I want you to walk away understanding that these strategies help you get a clear picture of how to own your holiday season, not the other way around. I know I've covered a lot of ground here today, so I want to quickly recap so that you can jump into action with the strategy that really feels most in alignment with what you need right now. First, we talked about ditching that all-you-can-eat holiday buffet mindset. You don't need to be the life of every party or attend every event. Prioritize what matters to you and your family and leave the rest behind. Next, we got real about needs versus wants. This isn't about missing out. It's about really zooming in and focusing on what's actually essential. Then we reality checked our time. Be sure to look at your calendar closely because it's not magically expanding for the holidays. So make sure you're not acting like it is. And lastly, you have the choice of running things through your Is this me filter? Make sure that you align your holiday activities with your values because it's a game changer. Remember that these quick strategies are important because they help you cut through the holiday noise and really focus on what truly adds value to your life. These aren't massive overhauls. They're small, manageable changes that really add up. And remember that you don't have to do it all today. Pick one, give it a go, see how it feels, You might just find yourself going from overwhelmed to feeling really in control this holiday season. 
If you found this episode helpful, I'd love to hear from you. One of the simplest ways to do that is to drop a review. And I'll even share a little hack with you. The easiest way to share your thoughts is to use that little microphone button on your keyboard, say what you're thinking, and let the phone write down your thoughts for you. I don't know why, but that always feels so much easier for me than sitting there and typing it out. Long story short, I really value your feedback, so taking those few moments to share your thoughts about this episode means everything. And as we wrap up this week's episode, remember, mom life is complex, but it doesn't have to be complicated. Here's to leading with purpose and intention as you simplify mom life in the week ahead. You've just finished another episode of the Mom Life Handbook podcast. Remember to check out the episode description for all the important links and highlights from today's show. While you're there, tap the subscribe button so that new episodes are always at your fingertips. Before you go, I'd really appreciate hearing your thoughts about the show. It takes as little as 30 seconds to leave a review and your honest thoughts help me create a better show and help other moms discover it too. And if this episode really helped you out, go ahead and hit the share button to text it to a friend or share it on social media. You never know who in your life might benefit from a little extra support. Don't forget, there are lots of ways to stay connected beyond the podcast. Head over to momlifehandbook.com for additional resources or to learn about how to work with me. And be sure to follow along on Instagram at momlifehandbook. Send me a DM to say hey or to share your thoughts on today's episode. Connecting with you personally is what I really love most. And just in case you need to hear it today, you're doing an incredible job. I know it doesn't always feel like it, but you're here learning how to be better and do better. Keep working to bring more intention and ease into your life and know that I'm right here cheering you on. You're creating a beautiful journey for you and your family. I am so proud of you.